0: Diving in Dave. Welcome back to DNC in 23 with WP. My name is Alex. I'm joined by my good friend Dave. What's happening, Dave?
1: Wearing white for our new artwork. Um, matching our little little artwork change that we got going for these DNC in 23 episodes.
0: Yeah, I should say off the rip, I'm not sure that we're gonna have it in time for this episode to be posted because we haven't gotten it yet. So, what I think I'm gonna do is put it for a temporary artwork for this. I'm going to use the poster from last night's show, the show that we're talking about today from Five Nineteen at the forum.
1: That poster is like really good. one of the better posters that they've ever done.
0: Totally agree. The artist's name is Zeb love. I'll put a link to his Instagram page in the show notes. Um, so Zeb don't come after us. We're not going to leave that artwork up forever, but, uh, our very talented friend who's making us our cover art, he's He's at the shows in LA, and so yeah, uh, we're he's boots recording- on the ground. He is, and so we're recording this at six thirty a.m. local time for him in LA. So I don't see that he's going to be able to get that finished for us. He's he's shown us the first mock-up and you guys are going to love it. It's great, but it's probably going to be later on today. So once that happens, I'll, I'll update the um, episode to put that artwork on it. But if you're listening to this, like right when it comes out the morning of May 20th, then you might be seeing some different artwork, but Dave, I love that you're on brand with the white shirt. And because we're, we're on brand today, let's, let's remind the good folks what we're doing. We're talking all things last night's show, May 19th at the LA Forum. We're going to recap last night's show. We're going to precap what's next on the Golden Road. And I think on that note, let's get on with the show. So the venue that they were playing at last night, it was the band's first night of two at the Kia Forum, a.k.a. the Forum for you Angelinos out there. It's in Inglewood, California, South Central LA. Um, it's Dead Co's fifth time playing at this venue, although it's been a few years. The um, last time they played here was right before New Year's Eve, um, December 28th, 2019. Um, And the band's last time out period was May 8th at Barton Hall. Yeah, they treated us to an absolute all-timer of a show that night. Um, I've got a note in in our little script here. Gary Lambert said during the halftime show that set one was, and I quote, as good as any set of music ever played at Barton Hall. <laughs> and, Ooh. and set two was even better. So uh, mm-hmm. that that tells you what the, the company heads were thinking about that show. Uh, we poked around and we learned from our boots on the ground that it was a cloudy day in Los Angeles yesterday. Uh, a lot of heady activities going on in the greater Los Angeles area. Between Thursday and Friday, different vendors coming into town, doing kind of some pop-up events, which sounded really cool. Um, but Shakedown got more and more bustling as the night went on yesterday. By the time the show was ready to begin, the the, the people were out. But as you might expect on a Friday night in Los Angeles, terrible traffic. and Yep. A lot of people were complaining about that. People had a hard time getting to the venue, had a hard time with security, which LA has a rep for. Um, Mm -hmm. They are very stringent with their security, which is, you know, good, keeps everyone safe. But at the same time, it does make it take a little bit longer to get in. So if you're going to tonight's show, because this is where the band's playing again tonight on May 20th, 2023, uh, maybe leave a little bit extra time, you know, get to shakedown early, you got plenty of time to poke around and see what's going on and then leave yourself with some extra time to get through security because the band, two different people from the band posted after last night's show that tonight's show starts at 7 p.m. and don't be late. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what time they they hit the stage tonight. Let's talk about the set list because last night's show also started at 7 p.m., but they didn't hit the stage until 7.30, pretty much on the dot. Right. Um, so I think that tonight... I'd expect them to get started a little bit earlier. Okay. And so, hey, the
1: weather in LA tonight it's supposed to be 70 and a little cloudy. So it's going to be a classic a nice. Weather. Yeah. Not too hot. Not too cool. Little Goldilocks weather to get there early and enjoy the show.
0: Yeah. That's, that's very nice. Um, LA, the city of Goldilocks weather. So you, you lucky SOBs who live there. Enjoy it. <laughs> um, all right. So let's talk about the set list. Uh, so we're kind of developing this, this platform, Dave, what do you think? Should we read the whole set list and then kind of go back through it? Or do you want to talk about each of the songs as we have notes on it as we go?
1: I think, I think it'd be good to go maybe set by set. Um, cause okay. then company, the sets are, you know, a little shorter than a, a classic grateful dead show. So I think there's enough to talk about the set proper.
0: Yeah. Uh, although this year they're they're turning that on its head because these yeah. shows have been monumentally long. Um, okay, so set one uh, started with Shakedown Street. Um, then th- they played that right into Cold Rain and Snow and then Mississippi Half-Step, Uptown, Toodaloo. So kind of three show openers in a row in many ways. All three of those shows, or all three of those songs, rather, you can picture shows opening with them, which is kind of interesting. Um, then they played They Love Each Other and then a monster St. Stephen into the 11 into deal to close the first set. This, the set began at, at seven 30 local time and it ended at exactly nine o'clock local time. Um, so for you and I, that's 10 30 and midnight, uh, our local time in Eastern time. Yes. Um, so I listened to the full first set. Um, but I didn't listen to any of set two. I was asleep by the time that started. Uh, but I, I, I thought that the beginning of Shakedown was awesome. Mayer hit like this Pete Townsend windmill at the opening note, and it was just a very triumphant moment. Um, And then they just got to to cooking pretty quick. I think that Shakedown Street is a song that is a bit emblematic of people's probably main problem with Dead & Company, which is that they play so slowly.
1: Yeah, I think it's like the typical song used to show how slow they're playing.
0: Yeah, to show the change where it's like, listen to a 1979 Shakedown Street and then listen to a 2019 Shakedown Street. And you're like, yeah. whoa, <laughs> this song slowed down 40 beats per minute. What's going on? Um, but this one, I think, had a pretty good tempo to it. Um, what did you yeah, think?
1: Yeah, I, I think so, too. I think um, Jay and Mickey were kind of maybe excited to be out there and they were going a little a little quicker than a typical... DNC shakedown. So that was fun. And speaking of the person in the entire arena who looked like they were having the most fun last night, Mickey Hart, he (laughs) was beaming because on YouTube, you can get the, the first song for free in that preview Mm -hmm. the entire time he's beaming on
0: shakedown pun intended Mickey in the beam. All right. So yeah, I agree. I actually, I thought that Mickey was having so much fun and playing so well last night that during deal i thought and maybe we'll still do this i was like man maybe dave and i should talk about of the two like founding or original grateful dead members which one had a better night for each show
1: well this night at least set one it was mickey yeah i think so
0: too (laughs) and i feel like that's maybe not always like the popular opinion but he and jay have really good chemistry Mm -hmm. like surprisingly so i know that they've played together before but like They sound really, really good together.
1: Jaylan was rocking his rat dog shirt, which was kind of (laughs) cool. Yeah. I enjoyed that.
0: I loved uh, basically what everyone was wearing, but I think my favorite was O'Teal had like this white face paint. Yeah, that that was really great. So cool. Um, He looked like he was just having a ball. He always does. Just makes for such a more fun um, show watching experience. Okay, so uh, a couple of specific notes about... um, about uh, Shakedown Street, you noted that Mayer and Kementi had a, had their first bromance music moment um, around the four minute mark. And then I had like, I noted a Kementi solo around the six minute mark. Yeah. So I think that they were just like on it during the song.
1: Yeah. And that's, that's about when it moved from the, you know, traditional song structure into the more jam section of Shakedown. Mm -hmm. And so Mayer and Kimenti got, they like moved out of the disco vibe into like a whole different genre of music. It wasn't quite jazz. It wasn't quite funk. It was somewhere in the middle and it was good. And then from there, like Kementi kept it going with that piano solo that he was working on. Um, and it sounded great.
0: It did. It really did. Um. So yeah, I thought that that was a, a very good shakedown street. You know, people, some people complain about the tempo, but again, I thought this was a good one, and I think that they played it really, really well. So uh, if you were in the barn on time to to listen to that shakedown, I think that you were probably pleased with it as well. And I think that anyone who is couch touring and, and watching or listening to it live would have also been pretty pretty happy with that one. Now, um, Cold Rain and Snow was where they went from there, and unfortunately, I missed this song. This was the one song that I missed in the first set um, due to some tech issues. Yeah, I only caught
1: I caught the first like minute and a half of it, and Mm -hmm. it just surprised me that they popped right in. Like when he started the cold rain and snow first note, I was like, "Oh, they no little pod, they're working right into it." Um, And mayor, at least for those first ninety seconds, like mayor was on it, Um, and then same tech issues that I think you encountered too. Yeah, Uh, and then I got back into it about halfway through the Mississippi half step. And then as you noted, it was very late Eastern time and then it was time to call tonight. night.
0: Okay. Fair. So, um, yeah, you noted the strong transition in our little shared notepad over here. Um, yeah. So Mississippi half step, I did hear that and a bunch of people there's, if you're not a Reddit user, then you, you might not know about this, but there is every show, there's a set list thread where people can just kind of hang out and talk about what they're hearing. Usually it's run by a great user on Reddit. Don't touch that knob. If you've been couch touring for a few years, you definitely know the name. Um, great, great guy who does this really doesn't want any acclaim every show episode he or every set list thread that he posts he puts something up where he's like don't give me any like reddit awards just donate to these charities if you want to support like the stream it's always very noble charities so shout out to don't touch that knob i hope that they play an el paso for you tonight uh, because that's that's his jam Um, but in that in that thread i was following along even when i wasn't listening and a bunch of people were like Man, these like bluesy solos that Mayer's ripping off during these two songs, Cold Rain and Mississippi Half Step are like unbelievable. And so, uh he definitely had his his blues his blues hat on for a lot of this. Um but again, I didn't take in that much of those two songs. Where I really came back in was on They Love Each Other. And Mayer was still bluesy as hell on this song, but he also Okay, so it's an interesting thing with Dead and Co. because John Mayer's style and Jerry Garcia's style are not the same, like really, almost at all. Right. Um, But it's interesting that Mayer is a good enough guitarist that he can like do a John Mayer version of Jerry Garcia, which is obviously like what a lot of the fan base wants. They want to hear what it sounded like with Jerry. So he does this like Indian bead string thing a lot that. It sounds great. He's such a good guitar player that it just, it really works. And there was one on They Love Each Other that was just like unbelievably good. It just sounded like a waterfall of notes that he was just cascading down upon us, the audience. Um, I think it's one of the best versions of they love each other that, that they've ever played. Um, if,
1: Ooh. Yeah.
0: If you agree, go to dot and vote on that version of they love each other. I'm going to be updating the website in just a minute. So by the time this episode goes live, um, you can vote on all of the performances from last night. Um, but man, it was just great. The last 30 seconds before the last chorus, um, just all the Lord, you can see that it's true's was just a powerhouse. Uh, and I also shout out to Jeff commenti on that song too, because his organ sounded so good. It just works perfectly with the way that they played that song. So I thought that that was really great. Interestingly, the number one, they love each other on daddy version is the one time that they played it with that 1973 pep in their step, mm. uh, which was in Atlanta in 2021. Um, and so I don't know. It'll be interesting to see if this one gives it a run for its money, or maybe I'm just out to lunch could go either way. Really? <laughs> Um, so after they love each other, we got into that good old primal dead 1960s vibe with a Mm. St. Stephen into the 11. This was a monster St. Stephen. I I was laying in bed when I was listening to it. And so I didn't like count how many minutes it was, but I would estimate 20, maybe, maybe more. They got off to a ferocious start in this song. And then Jay, it sounded like he slowed down the tempo just a little bit, um, The point of inflection with this song for me is always after one man gathers and another man spills. I'm always kind of curious about like, where are they going to take this from here? Uh, Especially last year when they started going to the William Tellbridge, which they had never done before 2022. That's kind Mm -hmm. of always on my mind of like, are they going to go for it? Are they going to just, you know, leave it like, you know, 70 St. Stephen's where they don't put that on it Um, here. They did go there, but not before they had like this massive, massive jam. Uh, my note was they took it into the troposphere, just scorching hot licks, chest-pounding drums from Jay and Mickey that just like r- r- rattling my cage. Um, and then some kind of vague teases cooked in. There was a little bit that to me sounded like uh, Mayer was quoting Helena Bucket a little bit. And then he took that into a solo that my note was, this is all Mayor, no Garcia. Like it was very, very hmm. blues forward. It was... Not um that Indian bead string that we're used to. It was just kind of like John Mayer powerhouse blues guitarist. um that it sounded great. And then he did this like chunk of chunk of uh, that's kind of how I best I can describe it. blues lick. it that just sounded tremendous. And then from there, he went full of Jerry Garcia with a monster Indian bead string that he just worked on while O'Teal was just, you know, working that thing <laughs> underneath. <laughs> so, just a deliciously good St. Stephen that then they started teasing with the 11. Then they brought back to the William tell bridge. Then they went into the 11. So just very like dramatic and show um, stuff on, on those two songs. I thought it was really good. Um, the 11 was really good. And that song also, you and I heard St. Stephen in the 11 last summer at city field. We did. Yeah. And I'm just forever captivated by the, um, 11 like the time it's just so unique and it, I mean it's great so very good uh version of that and then they went straight into deal um so I'm gonna say this bit of criticism but I want to note that if you were at this show I don't think that this would have felt that way I think that you probably would have just been having a goddamn ball and it wouldn't have mattered of but, course yeah on the stream, the transition sounded a bit clunky between the 11 and deal. And I don't know if part of that was like tech issues, like maybe it like, because if you're thinking about it, if it skips out for like two measures, that's going to mess everything up. That's so, true. Yeah. So that could have been it. I don't know. But it it sounded a bit um, like forced into deal hmm. um, from the 11. So I don't know. Your mileage may vary on that. And again, if you were in the barn, who cares? You're having a great time anyway. Yeah. Um But I I thought that that was worth noting. So that set was, again, an hour and a half of music, 7.30 on the dot local time to 9 o'clock on the dot. They took a 40-minute break before set two began, and both of us were asleep for this, so we can't really comment on the music, but we can talk about the set list. Um, So we open with Sugary and then New Speedway Boogie into Eyes Estimated. Flip that on its head.
1: Yeah, a little flip And and a tip of the cap. As we move into our own estimated profits in a minute, congrats to you for getting one point there.
0: Thank you. One for two uh, points were hard to come by last night, as I'll yeah. tell you in a second. <laughs> um, so then eyes estimated into drums, space, the wheel, war frat into sugar mag, all a big old second set jam from, they played sugary, not into new speedway, but from new speedway through sugar mag was all one big jam. Um, and then a momentary break before Black Muddy River Encore that was eight minutes long. So a big old Black oh. Muddy River too. Um, set two went from 9.39 local time to 11.29 local time. So almost two hours long. And if you include the encore, it was exactly two hours long, which means that this was three and a half hours of music that Dead & Company played yesterday. They're playing monster sets this year. Yeah. Cornell was the longest show they've ever played. I think that this one probably gives it a run for its money. Um, and I think that they're just like, they're going to ride out into the sunset, leaving it all on the table, giving us these big monster shows, which I'm here for. Good, <laughs> Keep it going. But it's interesting. Good. So uh, this second set, um, seven songs, excluding drum and drums in space for two hours, that's like an average of what, 16, 17 minutes per song. So there yeah. must have been, and I don't know because I was looking around in like the, the forums and stuff to see if anyone had commented, but was this like a 35 minute eyes of the world? Like <laughs> there was probably a song in here. Cause I don't think that sugar mag was 12 minutes long.
1: No. And so, same with the wheel, right? They, they don't, that's yeah, not going into like the 15, 16 minute mark.
0: It could have, but I, I don't know. I don't think so. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. Um, also worth noting is that on Sugary, John was playing with a wolf replica. Um, so that's kind of mm. cool too. Um, so okay, anyways, we gotta we gotta um get into our, our last segment here, um, estimated profits. But I do think that uh an interesting set list. There's a lot that could be on the table for tonight um when we when we play our our favorite game and I'll dare I say it America's new favorite game estimated profits <laughs> um so named by by my 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 co-host Dave here um, very good name by you Dave uh, so basically the band's next show is tonight at the forum and so based on the last few set lists Dave and I are going to make some selections some prophesizing some predictions we're going to say what we think they're going to play tonight if you'd like to play along with us drop us a note on Twitter at workingmanspod on Instagram at Man's underscore pod or send us an email at workingmanspod at gmail.com we're also going to post something on Reddit where you can reply with your picks. Uh, the Reddit community will was really active yesterday. A lot of guesses came
1: from Reddit. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um by far. A lot more
1: guesses on Instagram than I thought that we would have too.
0: Yeah, quite a Um, few. Yeah. So if you were one of the people who guessed last night, then um Thank you. Uh, we're excited for you to play along with us this summer. Just a reminder, the person who ends the tour with the highest score is going to win a prize pack. So we'll send you some working man's pod stickers and some other stuff that we pick up along the way. We're going to go to a handful of shows this summer. We'll pick up some interesting things for you on Shakedown Street. So let's talk about the results from last night and then we'll make our predictions. Last night, there were 48 entries. 34 of the 48 people were shut out, including you, Dave.
1: Including me. Hey, <laughs> nothing wrong with that. No. If you're following suit like me, just wait. You guys are going to be okay.
0: It's going to be fine. The good news about that is even if you missed last night's show and you didn't enter anything, you're in great shape.
1: Yeah. You're basically tied for eighth Third. or whatever. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, so, you know, don't let that discourage you. And if you miss a couple shows here and there, who cares? Just, there are a lot of shows this summer and we're all going to get shut out before the end of the tour. So throw in your guesses, give it a shot and you might just win a prize. Um, but I do want to shout out one person, uh, Reddit user True Function, who is the only person who went two for two last night. Yeah. One out of 48, he picked St. Stephen and they love each other and was just nails. So good job by him. And now, without further ado, let's make our picks for tonight. Dave, you went first for our first night, so I get to go first tonight. And I told you then what I'm doing now. Yeah, I didn't, didn't play West LA fade away on the first night. They're playing it on the second night. So my first pick is West LA fade away um, going back to it, even though they didn't play it last night. And so Dave, you now have the board. You can make your two picks for tonight. What do you got?
1: I'll get two, and I feel so good about this first pick. And just as an aside for the other people who put up an offer last night, there are sports movies where like, you know, there's, A team that's just like does crazy well. Secretariat comes to mind, right? Like when they're like, oh, I don't know if he can run the Belmont. And then the entire lap of the Belmont, he's in first by like a mile.
0: Yeah. Like by the quarter post, he's winning by like 15 lengths. Yeah.
1: Awesome sports movies in their own right. But what's even better than those? The comeback story. So don't worry if you got shut out. I'm not worried about it because I'm so confident of going two for two tonight. Because what did they not play at Jazz Fest? What did they not play at Cornell?
0: A bunch of stuff. What did they
1: not play last night?
0: Well, one that comes to mind.
1: For set two, like, big jam song. Dark Star. We are not even due. We are so overdue for a Dark Star. Can I pause you right there
0: before you make your second pick? Yeah. That pick is money. If you hadn't picked it, I was going to. money. So great job by you. You're one for one. In my eyes, you're already one for one.
1: Yeah. And then... I'm honestly torn between these next two songs because they're going to play both of them. I wrote down (laughs) three songs. It's math, right? Like we do four picks on the show. You had the first pick. Mm -hmm. So if you picked one of these three, then I was just left with two easy. Okay. But you didn't take it. So now I got to think. And, um, you know, I know that you are a born again, Jed head, (laughs) but I'm not letting you have this one, Tennessee Jed in set one tonight. Book it.
0: All right, so that one I'm not as sold on, but Dark Star is is an undenied, Like you're so right, um, I'll be surprised if you're wrong on that one, Dave. Um, so nice job by you, Dark Star and Tennessee Jed. I took West LA Fadeaway, and then my second pick. I feel like I've got to get a, a big old jam in, um, and I am going to take uh I'm gonna take China Rider. So oh. I I say this because they've always played those two songs together. It's not like Scarlet Fire where they play one but not the other sometimes. Yeah. Um. So I get. I guess I'll just say China Cat if I have to choose one. Um. But I do think that they've played Fire on the Mountain the last three times that they've been in LA, and so and this oh. show is not at Dodger Stadium. It's not up on the in the hills. Um. It's down in south central and in inglewood so i don't think that it's as fitting there so i'm gonna say a little china rider action tonight um wait a second i feel like i've already made my pick can i change it though will you give me permission yeah, it's, it's no it's, it's in? in all right yeah. it's in. fine china but i will say this if any of you guys are looking for a song to pick that you're thinking about I could see a lost sailor saint of circumstance tonight. Um, And that's what I was about to change it to. So if you're interested in like, oh, what, you know, and they could play that in the first set or the second set. So it's a a very, and I guess they could with China too, or Darkstar even, because they play whatever, kind of whenever now, (laughs) um, which is awesome. So I'll stick with China, but if you're looking for something for you to pick, our estimated profits and you're listening to this give give sailor saint some consideration because they played that a lot the last two years and they haven't played it at all this year
1: i do want to say one thing i appreciate you not taking the layup on the kids hoop like the most (laughs) obvious song that they're going to play tonight is one more saturday night and i appreciate you going out on like even slightly a little limb and not not taking that
0: if I hadn't taken West LA fade away, I probably would have, but it feels wrong to not try for one of the big jams. Yeah. Like you did dark star and then you did a shorter one. That's kind of what I'm trying to do too. Like let's get a shorter one and let's get one. That's going to be a beefier performance. Um, But yeah, if you just want to guarantee yourself a point, just pick one more Saturday night. That's guaranteed. (laughs) But what fun is that? Right. Have a little fun with it. Be like the entrance who last night selected. I bid you good night (laughs) alligator. Uh, our friend Nick, who picked China Doll, get <laughs> weird, get have weird. some fun, yeah. come yeah, on! Yeah, yeah. All right, folks. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of DNC in twenty three. We're going to be back tomorrow to talk about the the show that we just previewed, May twentieth at the forum. Uh, so thank you for joining us, and until next time, know our love will not fade away.